You are listening to the official podcast of the Mission Redlands. We are a growing community living out God's radical love. All right, so uh, I love that song, by the way. What's the name of that song? Oh, Catch Me Outside. I'm always asking my wife what the name of these songs are. I think this song should be called God's Resume. I kind of picture like God being interviewed by us, and he's just like, listen, I've been God for a long time. Uh, I don't know if you have heard about me, but I've been, <laughs> been doing this for a while, okay? Uh, <laughs> well, I've got a, a sheet full of notes. I said sheet, by the way, not what you guys so let's get, uh, I'm going to pray first and then we'll get started. I'm going to explain what we're doing today. Uh, Father, we just thank you that you've been God for a long time. And uh, we just pray that you would uh, infuse us with our, your joy today, that we could just lay aside our burdens and our suffering and our grief today and just have um, a time of joy and laughter and uh, thanksgiving with you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Uh, by the way, I, I, we always uh, close our eyes when we pray. You know, that's just something we tell you guys so that we can transition without you guys seeing us move stuff. That's not really in the Bible. You don't have to close your eyes when you pray. But it helps. <laughs> uh, the reason I asked Jason to, to start us with, with a joke, um, and that's awkward, by the way. Even though Jason's a pretty good sport, that's always awkward. Listen, uh, could you lighten it up a little bit? It's a little been a little dark, you know, can you give us a couple jokes? Uh, it's because this Sunday is called Bright Sunday, or also known as Holy Humor Sunday. Is anybody familiar with that tradition? Uh, I didn't expect, uh, imagine so, but that is basically the first Sunday after Easter, and in American Christianity and, and evangelical churches, we kind of have a tendency to boil down a lot of these uh, church celebrations to just one day and move on with our lives. But actually, we have a rich tradition uh, with a lot of these holidays where uh, actually Easter Sunday begins the season of Easter uh, of 50 days called Eastertide, where we celebrate um, the resurrection for, for that season, now, not just on one day. Um, we do this with a lot of things, like we, we celebrate Christmas only on Christmas Day, but really Christmas is the beginning of the 12 days of Christmas, and that leads us into um, the, the epiphany. Uh, anyways, this is Bright Sunday, and Bright Sunday, the theme is basically uh, a time of ja laughter and joy, um, a, a time where we can kind of just lay aside our burdens and, and just kind of uh, have a good time together. So what do you guys say? Is that a good idea today? Can we tell some jokes? Have a, have a few laughs? And some of you are like, I think it's a joke anytime you speak. Uh, don't, don't amen that. That's, that was a joke too, all right? Listen, uh, <laughs> I, I think sometimes we get in our own heads and we kind of think God is this, uh, God is just looking to trip us up but God is a very joyful God. He invented laughter, right? He invented joy. He invented fun. Uh, that's in the Bible. That's biblical, right? Uh, if God were going to be a comedian, he'd be the greatest comedian of all time. Do you guys, right? He would have you in stitches. He, you would literally laugh to death if God was doing a stand-up, right? And if you don't think God is funny, just think about, uh, and then he'd rise you from the dead. He'd resurrect you. And... <laughs> 
keep the set going, right? <laughs> if you don't think God is funny, I mean, he, he used a donkey to deliver a message. I know he was up there with angels. Watch this. This is going to be hilarious, right? And, and he used the donkey. So um, I'm gonna, I got a few jokes for you. Um, uh, this could bomb. This could go badly. But hopefully, uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have some fun. All right. So here's my first joke for you. Uh, once there was a church that had a bell that no one could ring. One day, a boy came in and asked the priest if he could try. So the boy went up to the tower, ran straight into the bell, face first. The bell tolled loud and clear. The shocked priest gave him the job. But one Sunday, he ran straight towards the bell with his face and missed and fell off the tower and died. <laughs> Stick with me, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Not even to the punchline yet. You're already laughing. Congregation, the priest said before the assembled masses, does anybody know this boy's name? Because I don't know him, but his face rang a bell. Oh, oh no. <laughs> All right. All right, this one's called uh, an Irishman looking for a parking place. Patty, you know this is not good because the guy's name is Patty. I don't even. All right, Patty was driving down the street in a sweat because he had an important meeting and couldn't find a parking place. Looking up to heaven, he said, Lord, take pity on me. If you find me a parking place, I will go to Mass every Sunday for the rest of my life and give up whiskey. Miraculously, a parking place appeared. Patty looked up to the heavens and said, never mind, I found one. <laughs> All right, Let's see where we're at. All right, a Sunday school teacher... <laughs> A Sunday school teacher was, this, I stole all these from Al Gore's internet, so if they're bad, it's not, it's like, I, I, these aren't original. I don't have any original ideas. Like, I still, I've, when I teach, I don't like to call it sermons, I, more like a Paul talk, right? Uh, but all of the things I, I teach on, I just went back seven years when Jason started preaching, and I just stole all those sermons. No one, none of you guys have noticed yet, um, but I don't have any original ideas, so here we go. Uh, a Sunday school teacher was discussing the Ten Commandments with her five and six-year-olds. After explaining the commandment to honor thy father and mother, she asked, is there a commandment that teaches us how to treat our brothers and sisters? Without missing a beat, one little boy, the oldest of the family, answered, thou shalt not kill. Because he didn't kill his brother. All right. <laughs> uh, I exercise. Did anybody exercise? Any of you guys? No? Wow. Jeez, tough crowd. Uh, I exercise religiously, personally, right? Um, I go to the gym one hour on Sunday morning, and I don't think about it again for the rest of the week. Oh, that's touching, oh, touching a nerve with you guys, huh? All right. A couple more? Are y'all ready, ready to call this a quit? All right. Let's see what else we got. Oh, I can't do that one. All right. Here we go. Uh, finding one of our students making faces at the others on the playground, Miss Smith stopped to have a talk with the child. Smiling sweetly, the Sunday school teacher said, Johnny, when I was a child, I was told that if I made ugly faces, it would freeze and I would stay like that. Johnny looked up and replied, well, Miss Smith, you can't say you weren't warned. Okay, we'll end on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, were those okay? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, holy humor summary. That's what it's all about. Uh, so, we've just come through this time of 
uh, of Easter, but you know, Easter can be a bit heavy at times, right? Uh, but in the tradition of Holy Humor Sunday, it's also one of God's greatest displays of his joy and humor, right? Because in a sense, he is making fools and jokes of the way that we do things, right? We uh, embrace power and authority uh, to win or to gain favor of the world. And, and, and on Easter, God proves that he doesn't need any of those things to accomplish his goals, right? He doesn't need power and authority. He doesn't even need uh, to, to win to win, right? He went to the cross and lost, right? That's the essential parts of Easter. By dying is how we, go, we, we, we are brought to life, right? So um, God pulls the rug out from the adversary and he demonstrates the upside down nature uh, of, his, of, his, of his kingdom, and as Jesus hangs on the cross, uh, there's a very familiar line that he recites. And it's, we love this line, right? And we focus on it because it helps us relate to Jesus and Jesus relate to us. And it says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me, right? You guys are familiar with this. We just talked about this. And this is a great moment um, because so many of us have suffered. And we love that Jesus uh, there hanging on the cross relates to our suffering and takes on our suffering uh, with us. But I want to look at that, that verse. That verse, he's actually quoting uh, Psalm 22.1 there um, uh, to make his point. Uh, and we have to understand the brilliance of Jesus when he does this. One, he shows us how useful the biblical language is to our everyday lives and to um, our understanding of, of the biblical narrative. And then also it shows us, right, that there's no part of the human condition um, that is not portrayed in the scriptures, right? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? A lot of us have felt forsaken this last year. Uh, our businesses have struggled. Our families have been uh, just torn apart by some of the things that we've had to endure. We've lost family members. We've had uh, immeasurable grief and suffering this last year. Um, and, and the fact that our, our, our Savior relates to us and, and, and suffers in the same way as us, it's so beautiful, right? So, um, but Jesus is doing something um, that's very common for rabbis of his time, right? And it's called a remez. And uh, see, for us, when we quote one line of something, we're quoting that one line typically, right? We want, we're drawing your attention to that one line. But the rabbis, they had this device called a remez. And when they quoted one line, they were actually quoting the entire context of that scripture and drawing you into the entire context of that piece of scripture. So it's this brilliant thing. Remez is just a, a Hebrew word for like hints, callback. Um, we, we don't have this too much in, 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 our, in our language, in our culture. We have it a little bit. Um, for example, if I were to say, when in Rome, but I didn't finish the sentence, you guys would all kind of know what I'm talking about, right? When in Rome, do as the Romans do, right? So that's kind of what, what he's doing. That's kind of what the, 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 the purpose of this remez is. Right, or another context, right? If I say God is good, right, there you go. There's a new one too, I don't know if you guys know it. Uh, won't God do it? And then you say, yes, he will. Won't God do it? Yes, he will. Yeah. God is good? So that's kind of like a remez, uh, not quite, but 
I want to look at Psalm 22 in a little bit closer and show you exactly the beauty and brilliance of Jesus and what he's doing when he quotes Psalm 22.1. So if you have a Bible, you can open it up. I'm just going to read straight through Psalm 22.1, or if you have a Bible app, you can uh, follow along that way. Psalm 22.1, and I'm reading out of the NLT. Um, here we go. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far away from me when I groan for help? Every day I call to you, my God, but you do not answer. Every night I lift up my voice, but I find no relief. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. Our ancestors trusted in you, and you rescued them. They cried out to you, and you were saved. They trusted in you and were never disgraced. That's just a beautiful line before we go on. I just, as an aside, you know, you can trust God, and he will never disgrace you. Amen? Uh, carrying on, but I am a warm and not a man. See, Jesus is calling our attention to this entire verse. He, he is referring to himself in this, this context here. This is all about uh, Jesus using Psalm 22 to portray what's going on on the cross with him. But I am warm and not a man. I am scorned and despised by all. Everyone who sees me mocks me. Did they mock him on the cross? Yes. Did they, they sneer and shake their heads saying, is this the one who relies on the Lord? Then let the Lord save him. They even said this a line that was similar to this to Jesus. Oh, he, he, he's the God of the Jews. Well, let the God of the Jews save him, right? Then let the Lord save him. If the Lord loves him so much, let the Lord rescue him. Yet you brought me safely from my mother's womb and led me to trust you at my mother's breast. I was thrust into your arms at my birth. You have been my God from the moments I was born. Do not stay so far from me, for trouble is near, and no one else can help me. My enemies surround me like a herd of bulls. Fierce bulls of Bashan have hemmed me in. Like lions, they open their jaws against me, roaring and tearing in to their prey. My life is poured out like water, and all of my bones are out of joint. He's speaking to anyone who's over the age of 30, by the way, there, right? <laughs> my heart is like wax, melting within me. My strength has dried up, sun-baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You have laid me in the dust and left me for dead. My enemies surround me like a pack of dogs, and evil gangs close in on me, and they have pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. My enemies stare at me and gloat. They divide my garments among themselves and they throw dice for my clothing. Oh Lord, do not stay far away. You are my strength. Come quickly to my aid. Save me from the sword. Spare my precious life from these dogs. Snatch me from the lion's jaw and from the horns of these wild oxen. I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among your assembled people. Praise the Lord, all you who fear him. Honor him, all you descendants of Jacob. Show him reverence, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not ignored or belittled the suffering of the needy. He has not turned his back on them, but he has listened to their cries for help. I will praise you, and this is where the things start to change, right? We've, we're looking at this psalm and him relating to our suffering and the suffering that he's going through on the cross. And the very things that uh, this psalm talks about are the same things that are happening on the cross, but now there's a turning point, right? He turns to praise. I will praise you in the great assembly. I will fulfill my vows in the presence of those who worship you. The poor will eat and be satisfied. 
All who seek the Lord will praise him. Their hearts will rejoice with everlasting joy. The whole earth will acknowledge the Lord and return to him. All the families of the nations will bow down before him. For royal power belongs to the Lord. He rules the nations. Let the rich of the earth feast and worship and bow before him, all who are mortal, all whose lives will end as dust. Our children will also serve him. Future generations will hear about the wonders of the Lord. His righteous acts will be told to those not yet born. And they will hear about everything he has done. That's how the psalm ends. Another translation puts it like this. It says, babies not yet conceived will hear the good news and that God does what he says. That our God does what he says. So he begins at the cross and says, my God, my God, why, will you, why have you forsaken me? And we see this callback. And he ends with the declaration, the truth, that our God does what he says. Amen? Amen. That is the joke he plays on our, earth, on, on, on our world, on the powers and the principalities that put him on the cross. They think they've won. They think they've laid down another revolutionary, but his kingdom is not that way. His kingdom is full of surprise. It's full of reversal. It's the upside down nature of his kingdom, right? He's saying it's finished. Our God does what he says. And again, this is not uh, to diminish our suffering. In fact, this helps us lean in to the fact that our suffering, because we know a better day is coming. We know that the last thing, the, the worst thing is not the last thing. Amen? That the worst thing is not, resurrection teaches us that the worst thing, the, the suffering, when God, it feels like God has abandoned us, that worst thing, that worst moment in your life does not have the last word on your life. Resurrection changes that it flips it upside down so while the enemy is laughing and yucking it up we know that the end of that remez the end of that psalm is that our god does what he says and i i don't have anything else for you today than that that our god does there's nothing else i can follow up with that our god has been god for a long time amen and he does what he says. So I just wanted to introduce this to you guys. Uh, we're going into the Easter tide season. It's a time of um, basically just remembering the resurrection. And the resurrection is good news. The resurrection is our life. It is our beauty. It is everything that we rest our hope on. Amen. That our God says what he, he, he does what he says he's going to do. And he doesn't leave us suffering on the cross, right? So I have a prayer for us uh, today. And I've stolen this from the internet too. I've, I've edited a little bit. It's a, it's a, it's a traditional uh, holy humor prayer that someone uh, has shared with, with the world on the internet, right? And I'm just gonna read, read through it to you guys. However you um, helps you concentrate if you need to close your eyes for to concentrate in prayer if that doesn't help you you don't have to do it like we established that's not a rule um, but i'm just going to read this and pray this this holy humor sunday prayer over you i hope that it will bring you joy and laughter this week um, that you will lean into that i know 
We have all gone through, um, you know, hard times this year, but it's good to come together as a family, as a church, and, and, and have some time where we can lay those aside and laugh together and, and be joyful together. So I'm going to pray this over you guys, and um, uh, I hope it blesses you. Oh, Yahweh, giver of joy and laughter, we thank you for giving us these gifts for the moments of laughter and unbridled joy you give to us, for opportunities to laugh at ourselves, for the belly laughs of children, for friends and family who love us because of our quirks and not just in spite of them, for poets, artists, musicians who give us the opportunity to see the world through beauty, for the courage to smile even when difficulties arise, for those who have hope even when others think there is no hope for saints and the Messiah who overflow with laughter and spread your joy to all of us, for the words of Jesus that defy our understanding, for teaching us that we are born from above, for the woman who finds the lost coin and calls her friends and neighbors to celebrate, for the absurdity of a camel trying to fit through the eye of a needle, for the parent of the prodigal son who is willing to look like a fool as he runs to greet his child, for the generosity of the landover who will pay his workers a whole day's wage when they only worked for an hour, for the tiny bits of confidence that move entire mountains, for the reality that nothing can live unless it first dies, for the great reversal of the gospel that the last shall be made first, that the rejected stone became the cornerstone, that those who wish to become great must serve, that the lost will be found that the small will become great, that you who are love and you chose to forget, it, forget our sins, that when we are weak, your strength shines through us. Oh, Yahweh, giver of joy and laughter, we thank you for giving us these gifts. Thank you for the gift you give us that allows us to enjoy these things to the full. We can laugh because of the most amazing thing of all, that you conquered death, that the tomb is empty, that the light shone so bright that it overcame the darkness. We thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, God. Amen and amen. Well, guys, uh, I just thank you for joining us today. I believe the band has more for us. Um, I hope those jokes weren't too corny and that you go in peace and joy and laughter. Thank you so much. You are listening to the official podcast of The Mission Redlands. For more information, visit us at themissionredlands.com.